1: Hello, everybody. Happy Monday to you, August 15th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and Intern Jacob here on your Monday morning to start the week. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Nick Roush, how are you?
2: I'm uh, doing well. I'm a little achy this morning. Um, I'm just old and washed and... Physical activity has me down, but other than that, excited, uh, excited for today's show. It feels like it's been seven days since we talked, even though it has not been. It's just there was a lot, of, a lot of stuff happening this weekend.
1: Yes, incredibly newsworthy. It's going to be a fun radio show today. We're excited that everybody's here. Justin, how was your weekend?
0: Uh, per usual, it just was not long enough, but it was good. I got a round of golf and played pretty decent, so I'm, I'm
1: happy coming into this show on Monday. Well, that's great. That's great to hear. And then intern Jacob, what's up, buddy?
0: Same all. Um
4: a little tired, but it was a good weekend. Had a lot yeah. of a lot of action packed
1: uh basketball, so that was that was fun. What yeah. about you,
2: TJ? What'd you do this weekend?
1: That uh, was a good weekend. Had a big charity golf scramble on Saturday. Our team usually in the thick of it, we've never won, but like after hole three or four, we were like, well, not in competition this year because we had two par fives and went one under on those holes so knew we were done at that point we had our easily our worst round that we've ever had in like seven years doing it uh i played horribly probably my worst scramble i've had but still the weather was unbelievable and it's a great time so i mean i had not seen in a while so it was a lot of fun yeah you could and then made a Made a bonfire on front, well, just like a little fire on Saturday night. So that was good. Kind of felt like we were getting back in the swing of fall. I know that we we'll oh. end up having like 17, 95 degree days in September uh, for this one little glimpse of fall. We'll have to make it up somewhere down the line. But that was that was uh, that was nice. But uh, yeah, I got to see friends, got to see family, uh, got a nice dinner tonight. So it's uh, everything good.
2: The, uh, this weekend was a great teaser for football season because we've been looking forward to the Bahamas, uh, and rightfully so it's a lot of fun to watch those guys, but the, the, the cool mornings, the mid sixties, I mean, it, it, it got me, got me itching for some football and we're actually going to get some Friday night when the high school football season kicks off both in Kentucky and in Indiana. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, we're going to talk a lot of basketball, but uh, certainly this weekend got, got, got me back in the spirit. Let me know that, that fall is right around the corner.
1: Yeah, it's, it's I'm not wishing away the fall. I'm excited about football season, but a couple more basketball games as well in the Bahamas over the weekend for this UK team doesn't have me any less excited or eager for the basketball season as well, which is... Uh, now we got to wait till October to see the team again do really anything and then November before the meaningful games start. But again, we will have football to hold our hands until we get there because that basketball team is good. Very good, good. team. Good basketball team. Uh, we'll talk about those games. On on Friday, Trevor and Mike gave us some crap because we didn't start we started the show talking about a sixty point basketball win instead of talking. But 7 a.m. you gotta let people people filter in. People are waking up, they're stretching, they're getting over to their radios. You gotta have a little bit of you don't wanna dive right into the action. You gotta let people and that's what we're doing right now, too, by the way. We're we know what we're getting to. We know what mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about, Roush, but sometimes you just gotta see how everybody's doing. Let people wake up, but well, everybody knows what the news of the weekend was. We've, uh, we've, you've got 10 minutes, you've had
2: six minutes to wake up, and now it's time to dive headfirst into what is undoubtedly the most, it's the craziest press conference ever, TJ. And, uh, I, I was happy that Mark Story shared that sentiment because, Sometimes when I want to make grandiose statements like that, I feel like I'm a prisoner of the moment. But Mark Story has been going to UK press conferences for 30, 40 years, give or take. Uh, that, that, was, that was insanity. That was absolute insanity. We expected when Mitch Barnhart uh, decided that he was going to call his, I believe this is only his second press conference since, since the pandemic. Uh, he did the nil one. He probably did one like right when they returned to action, so maybe three. Uh, but it was a very rare press conference, the opposite of Vince Tyree, on a Saturday afternoon after Mark Soup's. I expected it to be, uh, all right, we're going to de-escalate the situation. And instead, everybody just showed up to Kroger Field and just threw gasoline on the bonfire. I mean, this thing is roaring, and it ain't dying down anytime soon, TJ.
1: No, not, uh, well, yeah, I guess we don't know for that for sure, but it doesn't seem like it. You're right about, you're right about that. Uh, Everybody had the same mindset when this press conference was called, although I will say, and Roush, I'm sure you have talked a ton about this with your friends or family intern. Jacob, I'm sure you've talked about this a ton with your friends or family. Scoots, I bet you had heard people talking about this as well. I don't know if you work this weekend. You normally don't, I don't think. But it's been the talk of pretty much anywhere that you go, people are talking about. Mark Stoops, John Calipari, and Mitch Barnhart. And so I almost feel like I've talked it to death, and I haven't done a radio show since it's happened, which is crazy. Uh, It's one of the most non-sports newsworthy stories, I think, in the history of UK Athletic. It really is like time repeating itself somewhat with the Rupp, Bear Bryant, Cadillac watch sort of deal, except this time the AD has planted his flag and maybe been <laughs> as controversial as anybody has in the whole ordeal. So it, it's, un- it's a three person unlike, it, contest. Yeah. It's unlike anything <laughs> that's ever happened to UK and While I'm sure there's probably been uh, athletic department divides, that that happens quite frequently actually, throughout other college athletic programs, I don't know if it's ever been so public, so many big Mm -hmm. names, one one of the best basketball coaches of all time and in UK history going up against one of the best. Football coaches of all time and maybe, you well, not of all time, but of UK history of all time, certainly. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see what the future holds for Mark Stoops. I'm a believer. And then Mitch Barnhart, who has been one of the most successful UK ADs of all time. You have three that are almost as good, if not as good as it's gotten at UK Athletics and their respective professions, and uh, they don't like each other. (laughs) At least least, uh, there's a divide there. With Cal and them. So it's fascinating. It deserves all the attention it's getting. I was hand up dead wrong. I thought this was blow over. I thought Mitch Barnhart would be an adult. I thought that he would act mature in a situation like this. And that while there could be some in-house back and forth. I thought Barnhart was going to play nice. And it was going to be water under the bridge. I was dead wrong. Totally wrong. Mitch Barnhart did not do any of that. It's made for better drama and maybe it's better radio <laughs> content, but I, I don't know what Mitch Barnhart is doing. I just don't, you know, Roush, you, I, I think you leaned a little bit towards, yeah, Cal really stepped in it and this ain't a good thing. And I said, Cal messed up. He made, he definitely made a mistake, but the football team overreacted. I do want to know, are we on the same page about how Mitch Barnhart handled this? Nick Roush.
2: <laughs> Oh, that, that Mitch's,
1: Maybe the worst out of all three of them? I mean, no, no maybe about it. I think he's <laughs> easily the worst of all three about it. Oh, man. We were debating, and I still, you know, it's only been three days, four days, so my opinions on the whole matter haven't changed a great deal. Now, this new caveat of Mitch Barnhart has changed stuff. But he, even if I thought that maybe the football team overreacted, I totally understood where they were coming from. One, one talking point I did not believe was this is going to hurt recruiting. That's I I can understand why they think that or why people think that. It's a difference of opinion, simply put as that. But one thing I would ask you, Roush, is if Cal's comments there could potentially hurt UK football recruiting, you got to kind of stick with us because we're walking through all these different sports Mm -hmm. based on coaches and athletic directors' comments. If Cal Perry saying that UK is a basketball school Alabama and Georgia are football schools. What does Mitch Barnhart saying coaches leave all the time? What could that do to John Calipari's debatably best recruiting class of all time? Now I think the simplistic answer is it won't have much of an impact impact on it whatsoever. But if people were taking the stretch of, wow, Calipari's comments could hurt UK football recruiting, you've got, an unbelievable class signed up and it's not done well not signed but committed and they're not finished it's going to mm-hmm. go down as the number one class it's going to go down as one of the best classes i think of all time when it's all said and done because dj wagner is going to be a part of it but when your athletic director is telling the head coach you can take a hike if you don't want if you don't want to be here does that promote stability is that going to make recruits feel all warm and fuzzy inside would that give you L? A little bit of ammo for DJ Wagner to say, hey, the athletic director Stellan telling Cal he can just go. Cal has more millions than he knows what to do with. He's probably hoops to say that he's going to be there. And, of course, it would be bogus. It could be easily diffused by Cal saying, yeah, Barnhart's a goober, but I'm not going anywhere. But that's my whole point is that people were freaking out that if U.K. basketball could impact U.K. football recruiting – I don't know what sort of message it sends when your athletic director is saying, yeah, you can hit the road if you don't like it. If we're trying to promote stability and climb up the ladder, per se, that ain't a good quote, Roush. The uh, the thing
2: with Mitch Barnhart, we, we learned quickly why he never calls press conferences because the dude doesn't know when to stop talking. And mm-hmm. as much as being quiet and just doing a press release, we would have came in here and just called him a weenie. It would have taken us a while to get to – the like it would have taken us a few more days to realize that the, the center of this hailstrom is, is, is Mitch Barnhart. because uh, I found out some other stuff too that I, I you know, like we, we can get to in a little bit, but when he talks, he's very bad at using cut like because he, here's the thing, TJ with some of his biggest and juiciest quotes from there, I really don't know if he meant the words he was saying because. When that when he said that quote, I, I'm just going to read it out. They've been provided every opportunity to do the things they want to do to be successful. That isn't changing as long as I'm in this chair. We will have that support. And he, he he says that and then just tops it off with, that's not good enough. Coaches change a lot in today's world. They do. For us to have 23 years of expertise and two chairs, I don't think there's another school in the league that has that. 44 years experience between athletic director, men's football, coach uh, combined walk around the league and tell me anybody else who's got that and they can start tweeting that stuff out a couple have gone through some coaches pretty quick so yeah i'm a little fired up about that so he seemingly went from saying i'm going to support my coaches no matter what to almost threatening to fire them to also blaming like to getting mad at arkansas and auburn for tweeting for like subtweeting kentucky on this topic so like between that and then uh Drew's thing, where I don't know if he was trying to be sarcastic when he was saying that we never wrote about Sydney McLaughlin or Abby Steiner. He may have tried to be, but just nobody knows what he was saying. Like I, he was very, he was. I I can't believe this dude has been in a job as a public official for this long. It was so bad. It was such a a complete swing and a miss by Mitch Barnhart Saturday on all fronts.
1: I'm I'm really uh, he he stinks. He stinks. He he is not fit to longer lead the athletic program. He can't talk to the media. He doesn't talk to the media. You're right as to the reasons why he doesn't talk to the media. It's because he stinks at it. He's just <laughs> not good at it.
2: Poor at executing. He's uh, grind he, in the press conference when like ta- telling a story from 20 years ago, and that was when the lights came out.
1: I mean, it was it was mayhem. TJ, I I feel like we've just been kind of. Walking down this road of like, we don't have anything really against Mitch, but things kind of seem like there's there's some cracks starting to emerge, Mm. whether it's his comments on nil, his his hypocrisy on alcohol, which he brought up again, which is a terribly dumb quote. We've got a great atmosphere. And I I think, which again, you know, that doesn't answer the question, you goober, why can some people drink at your games, but other people can't, Uh, but we'll get into that a little bit later. And then you you now have this, and it's just like, it just seems like college athletics is moving in a different direction. And I, I, I can't think of maybe anybody more stuck in their ways than Mitch Barnhart to lead things. So uh would would like to see some some movement there who probably not gonna happen but why why did people think he was being sarcastic? Has Mitch Barnhart in his life ever been sarcastic? I didn't really (laughs) quite understand why there was and you know Drew deleting the tweets. It's his Twitter. You can delete the tweet all he wants, but like why would they think that was a sarcastic comment? Because he he he's he added
2: the line we all did at some point. Uh but I, I was trying to encourage Drew to keep it up because it it had me fired up. Um but the, the thing about that, that quote that Barnhart laid out, which was, the, it was the biggest quote of the week, and the, they've been successful, they've got my support, that's not changing. If it's not good enough, coaches change a lot today. When he immediately followed it by saying, we've got 44 years of experience between three coaches. That's too long, TJ, right? Like that, that, There's a certain, too much can be a bad thing. And I, I think we've reached the point where it's abundantly clear. That was in response to the question about Bear Bryant and Adolf Rowe. It's abundantly clear that not all three can stay. I, I think we've made the point too that like Stoops is basically a lifer at this point. Cal's probably got two or three years left. He's rocking and rolling with this upcoming team. He's got another awesome class behind him. Like he's he's teed up for a great final third act. But the guy in between them all that kind of let this feud fester and kind of grow and grow he, he's certainly a reason why it started he he's still there and I, I i don't know i i don't know how all three can continue to move forward from for much longer
1: yeah I, i'm not sure either and then when you need like again football and basketball it was weird cal stepped in it i don't think the response from stoops was all that great we'll get into more of that, you know specifics with them that was a great chance for Mitch Barnhart to be a leader. He did the opposite. He acted like a child. He blamed media. Oh, he just yeah. finger-pointed. He blamed media. He made, some, <laughs> he made some threats. And just so we all get on the same page about all of this, all of this is because his Hall of Fame head basketball coach has the audacity to want better facilities for his program. <gasps> he, he's trying to help you. Cal, or Mitch, Cal is trying to help. He's trying to help. And I get it that I'm sure Cal can be overbearing or think that he runs things at UK, and I'm sure that that can annoy Mitch. And those are, while I would say conversations for different days, they do apply to the situation here. But it'd be like Roush, your wife, coming home and saying, hey, maybe this is a bad example because you all are literally doing this right now. But like, <laughs> it'd be the equivalent of a wife coming home and saying, I wanna I wanna start putting down the groundwork for a new home project. I think it's time to do the kitchen. I think it's time that we renovate the master bath. And then you saying, you can divorce me if you want to do that. What? That's the that's the, he trying to make the program, the university better. And your response to him is coaches leave all the time. <laughs> you know, marriages break up all the time. If you really want to do that home project, I don't know if I'm, if you're, I'm always going to support you to the best that I can, but spouses leave all the time. What, what kind of answer is that for somebody that is trying to make things better? And again, the Joe craft center is not the oldest facility on campus, Mm -hmm. but when you look across the board and you look what other coaches have gotten. Calipari has gotten some crappy dorm rooms and a renovated Rupp locker room, which was going to happen regardless. Like, I get why he wants some things. He's mm-hmm. not doing it to be a spoiled child. He's doing it for the program to succeed. And as we talked about last weekend, dude probably wouldn't coach too many practices in this practice facility by the time it'd be built, ready to go. Yeah,
2: which is one of the best points you made in all of this. It, it's it's much more... Um, it's not as selfish and self-serving as one athletic director would make it seem to be.
1: Of course not. It's not like he wants it to be named the John Calipari Perry Center for kids who play basketball well. It's not. This is he wants a new practice facility. Center for ants with Kansas, Louisville, Duke, all North Carolina, all of places which have better facilities currently.
2: Newer but, facilities too. Like and Mitch isn't wrong to be like listen, you know, sweet.
1: yes, absolutely. And Mitch isn't wrong to be like. Hey, I'm going to, we've been given that Kentucky's had the tools to succeed. They didn't lose to St. Peter's because practice facilities. They didn't because of dorm rooms and stuff like that. Kentucky with Calipari in charge has all the tools to be as competitive as they need. That being said, when you want to call yourself the best basketball program in the country, you need to have the facilities to match. And Kentucky does not. That being said, football indoor facility, that should be priority number one. And Roush did, did Mitch comment on Stoops saying, I don't see any cranes because it's not like Stoops is thrilled with the development of what he wants either at this point. So like, you know, who, who is Mitch Barnhart making happy at this point besides Nick Mingione? Uh,
2: Well, he's definitely not making the media happy either. I, 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 we need to talk more about the facility stuff, but before we get to a break, the fact that I don't, I don't know if I've ever been more personally insulted in my job, TJ, like the, People give the media crap all the time. That That's a fun, just like, boogeyman right now. And you know what? I don't care. I get, I get hell all the time. But John Calipari asked the media to come to his suite in the Bahamas so he could bitch and moan about his practice facility. He spent 10 minutes of a 25-minute conversation talking about it. That's not the media's fault for writing and sharing it. Mitch Barnard, well, you've got nothing else to do. You just got to make up stuff. I, mean, I got nothing else to do. I got plenty to do. There's four basketball games this week. I wanted to write about Kentucky Scrimmage on Saturday. Did I write about Kentucky Scrimmage on Saturday? No, because you called the medium to a press conference to write about what you had to say. You dingus. What is wrong with you? Are you trying to piss off everybody? Nobody likes you anymore, Mitch. Nobody. And it's all your fault. All your fault. You can't point any fingers at anybody else. This is all on you. This is your
1: doing. Hold yourself accountable. He and he won't. And no. And it doesn't seem. And this is what I was scared about talking about like a year ago, or at least four months ago. Where it was like I just hope the uh, the chain of commands at UK, the power structure order, is healthy. And it's something I've been saying. And it really does almost seem like it's going to be. Cal calling his folks, Mitch probably trying to get his foot You know, there's a Game of Thrones-esque to that, which were six days away from the new Game of Thrones. No big deal. But I, there is a Game of Thrones-esque to it where you had the, Lan- when, you know, King Robert died and it was kind of like, all right, the Starks are going to make a move here and the Lannisters are going to make a move here. Who's going to make the better move? It almost seems like Mitch needs to get his people in line because you know Cal is uh, not probably happy. And, Say what you want about Cal. It, it's dude is a great human. Has done really really nice things for UK basketball. Very charitable. I mean, they donated you know, ten thousand uh,
2: shoes to uh, Eastern Kentucky while they were down in the Bahamas.
1: Yeah, and they let the media be a part of that as well. And it's and Jack was a part of that. I think you know that's awesome, Jack. I know he'll he will remember that experience. That specific ex- he'll remember the trip for his whole life. But that specific experience will be, I'm sure, cemented into his brain for forever and that's just like a normal you know that's a normal thing for calipari Um, but but regardless of how he you know people know that i respect him as a person and that carries over to how i feel about him in the in the lead position as the head basketball coach of kentucky but i'm i'm siding with i'm siding with cal cal acted like a much more of an adult throughout this entire process than mitch did and quite frankly, more than Stoops, but this isn't so much about Callen and Stoops anymore. This is about Mitch and UK athletics and him running the athletic program from his moral superiority chair, looking down at people thinking he knows best and he's not going to listen to what other folks have to say. A t- I, we're jumping ahead in the Thornton's text line, but this texter says Cal was out of order. Stoops was right in his response. Mitch is sick of Cal acting like he doesn't have a boss. You guys coming down on Mitch is ridiculous. What did Mitch do that was good leadership? What did Mitch do to make anything better? And texter, you may say he he just told it like it was. He told it like it was, and look look at the rea- Look at it. Is that well, is, is this good? Even if he told it like it was, which is in reality, he's not telling it like it is. He's telling it as it is in Mitch Barnhart's brain. But even if you thought that, Texter, even if you think Cal is so bad, and the Cal haters are just such losers, I, I mean, move on. Just you got you have no you have no basis for your hate. You just either hate him because of his politics, you hate him because he's a New Englander, potentially. Uh, well, a Pittsburghian turn New Englander, I guess, all things considered. But it's certainly deep deep-rooted, deep because there's no way that people could still say, yeah, good on Mitch, bad on Cal still. Cal apologized. He tried to call people. He admitted he made a mistake. He did what grown adults do when things don't work out well, Roush. He fessed up to it. He owned up to it, and he tried to make things right. What did Mitch Barnhart do to try to make things right? I'd oh, love for somebody to answer that for me.
2: Can I tell you what Mitch Barnhart also did? Um, he also tried to – Cal tried to apologize immediately, and Mitch told him, no, you can't make a public apology right away. And Cal, what? yeah, like Cal tried to make a public apology on Friday, and Mitch told him to zip it. Don't say anything. We'll handle this. And he he, mums the word. And, and I think Cal didn't get the green light when he did issue a public apology Saturday. I think Cal was just like, all right, this is too crazy. I've got to say something now. Because um, he wanted to publicly apologize. Uh,
1: well, I, I hope I, I would. He won't. He won't do it. But I would absolutely love to see Cal go off on Mitch. I mean, he won't. But like I, I, you know, in a in a mature kind of way. But it'd all be valid. I mean, there'd be enough. Mitch Barnhart allegedly ran out onto the field to confront Mark Stoops about his handling of player discipline. That's not what an athletic director should be doing. If you trust your coaches. Like, it's too much. It's too much with Mitch, and it's just time for something different. He – and, you know, I I don't – people age. He's older. He just looked like a grumpy old man up there, Roush. He just looked like he was addicted to to media, to Cal, to ungrateful fans. The way things are nowadays, you
2: know, the times we're living in. Y'all are tweeting, and he did get a lot of emails, though, about um, track. He's got a lot of track emails. There's a lot of track talk at that press conference. Um, what he did not say though is the reason why like the source of all of this right TJ is the practice facility mm-hmm. and it's pretty clear that Mitch he's only flexing on Cal just to remind Cal that he's the boss which I kind of get to a degree there men in power like I Mitch Barnard I'm the athletic director Calipari, Perry you work for me we've got a certain order we go about things like I want to get you. I'd I'd like to get you a new practice facility, but I've made promises to a bunch of other people. I've got to do it. Well, the problem is, is Cal knows he's acutely aware that all of those other facilities are going to take a long time because Mitch is not doing a good job at raising money for them. Cal, I've been told that Cal has got his former players pledging as much money as for a new basketball facility that it's going to cost for a football facility. And Mitch hadn't done deadly squat, really, for that at all. For the new indoor track, the the, the thing the Board of Trustees approved this spring, $25 million bill. He he, he might have a million of it. He might have five. He, he But he's nowhere close to getting all of that done, to get stoops, to get those cranes out there, TJ. Meanwhile, Cal's got it all. And he's like, hey, just let me – I don't need your help, Mitch. Just let me do this. And Mitch is saying no. And I think it's because he doesn't want to look bad. But that's where this whole thing goes back to. That's all of this point is Mitch just putting his foot down and saying no. Is that right? Is that wrong? I don't know. But it's pretty clear that that small, that, that that is at the heart of all of this disaster that's unfolded over the last week or two.
1: It's just totally embarrassing. Like I, I, you know, listen to what Roush is saying, and I, who who can defend this within UK athletics? Who, what, which UK fan can say, yeah? But Mitch, like I, I don't, I don't even know if the the biggest Mitch fan would say back to that. And knowing Cal and how stubborn he could potentially be, I wouldn't doubt one second that he's like, you know what, Mitch, screw you. I will raise this money myself, and it is going to be a bad look for you. And if Mitch is so prideful that he would say no to that because it, was, it wasn't the plans of the athletic program, it didn't fit the blueprint of athletic facilities programs, shame on you. I mean, that not, makes Kentucky basketball better. It makes the university better. It will make women's basketball better.
0: Yeah.
1: You are the, If that's true, Roush, and I don't doubt for one second that Cal would want to take it into his own hands, but if Cal has said, "Listen, I'll find the money," which he basically did during the interview, mm-hmm. but if it's actually like, "Hey, I've got people that have made some promises towards it," let's start let's start putting pen to paper on this. And Mitch said, "Well, no, because we're not. I'm not the one who did it." He just has to he has to be let go. There's no other way around it. You are intentionally hurting your athletic programs that you are the AD overseeing. It's uh it's it's totally embarrassing. The Cal hater says, "So you say Cal is out of order and that makes you a Cal hater. Gotcha." No, people like you that just always find things to uh, nitpick on Calipari makes you a Calipari hater. How Cal messed up. He apologized yeah. for. It. He handled it like an adult should do, which
2: Cal rarely we we should know. How many times can we count John Calipari apologies over the last 12 12- 13 years.
1: I mean, I feel like when he really steps in it, he does, but yeah, but it's, it's, not, it's,
2: it's very rare though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but like all, all of this is to maybe the timing too of his requests, like, Hey, why don't you wait until, cause, cause he, he had done for even the, the, the biggest Cal haters out there, TJ, he was going about his uh, PR uh, PR rehabilitation. Like that was it was, it was right on track. People, like, forgetting about St. Peter's. You, he gave some, took some time away. Then he went out in the state. He raised a bunch of money. He was going to the Bahamas. He was showing off his badass basketball team. Like, everything was kind of going according to plan, except this, like, public plea for a practice facility. I, I, the, the timing may have been poor on that. Maybe wait until a little bit closer to the season. Maybe do it at your Big Blue Madness thing or something. I don't know. But... It all comes back to, to Mitch. And I, I, I do mm-hmm. hope that most people at least get on that board. And in the meantime, we can just uh, laugh at some of the, the pot shots that uh, Stoops was taking at Cal. Because th- there were some funny ones in there, TJ. And
1: just, uh, there, there's so much more to get to on this. We need to go to our first break. But yeah, it, it's all fascinating. Uh, there's, there's three points that of how all this went down. And as you hear more information from Roush, as you hear opinions from me, uh, it, it all becomes even more clear about just how messy of a situation this is. Let's go to our first break. We'll come back. We will... Keep at it. We'll try to get to the Thornton's text line, which was as active of a weekend as it's ever had. Mm -hmm. We want to hear from intern Jacob, and we want to hear from Justin. Justin has some nice outsider perspective on this as a non-Cats fan. Intern Jacob kind of gets us what uh, some of the younger folks are thinking about it, so we'll hit them up. When we return, this is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob.
2: Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. It's called reading. Top to
3: bottom, left to right. Group words together as a sentence. Take Tylenol for any headaches. Might for any cramps. Shut up. Welcome back. Kentucky
1: Roll Call. Out of the golf last weekend, tons of compliments on my Shady Rays. I wore the ones that have like the cool, like you, it's really shiny when people are looking at it.
2: Mm, um, nice.
1: The lens are cool and that makes cool like orange and purple colors and stuff like that. Uh, they're great. Shady Rays has so many selections and options for any occasion, whether you're golfing, you're fishing, you're hiking, you're running, you're biking, you're just lounging, you're going to the pool. They've got polarized sunglasses that look fancy and incredibly expensive, they're not incredibly expensive, but they are very fancy. Go to ShadyRays.com. You will see their selection, everything that they have. Do not forget to use promo code BIGX, 25% off. They have a great, great 30-day. You try it free, you like it, you don't like it, you can send it back. Well, if you like it, you're probably going to keep it. But if you like it so much and then you end up breaking them or losing them a month, a year, six months, whatever it is, you can get a replacement pair from Shady Rays, just a very small processing fee for the shipping, and your order is sent right back to you for fractions of the initial price. So you're getting close to a free pair of sunglasses. It's a really cool deal. You buy with confidence at Shady Rays because you know your order could just be backed up and sent again. Worst case. We'll have plenty of Shady Rays. Remember the promo code X at checkout, 25% off. We will have plenty of Shady Rays for the Big X Golf Scramble, which will be here before Man. you know it, September 2nd, we do have a few spots left. Not a ton, but we do have a few. We'll be at Elk Run Golf Club, September 2nd. It's a 9 a.m. shotgun start. There will be games. There will be prizes. There will be shady rays. There will be goodies. And there will be plenty of fun uh, at Elk Run. If we could have just gotten the weather we had this past weekend for that for Man. our Big extra Ramble. Hey, but maybe we will. Cross our fingers. We'd hope to see you out there. Email, let me get the email for you. Email bigxscramble at yahoo.com if you want in. John Spears will be out there. Oh talk fun. him
0: into it. Talk
1: well, him into it. I'm happy you did Scoots. It'll be great to uh to see them out there. Uh, Trevor should be out there so you'll get the big X personalities and uh, gonna be a good time. Gonna be a real hootin annie, as they say. Mm-hmm. Scoot. Intern Jacob, I'm going to throw it to you two just to just uh, what did we miss in segment one? What did you all agree with? What uh, you all give us some of your thoughts.
0: So, can I just be the first to say that I'm really glad that this transitioned off of Calver Stoops because on Friday's show that just wore me the hell out. But I saw a quote this weekend that really kind of grinded my gears when it comes to Stoops because I didn't I didn't really lean one way or the other on Friday's show after the initial comments Cal made. I I just wasn't sure what to make of it all. So Stoops came out, and he was upset, what Cal said, obviously, right? Well, then he has a quote this weekend, and he says, We understand history. This is Stoops, by the way. Mm -hmm. We understand history. That's great. I embrace it, and I love it. The history of our basketball, I'm proud of it. I love it. I didn't have that history. We're creating that it's like stoops you just said in your own words that it's not a football school you're you're trying to make it that way yes but it's not a football school so when I saw that quote I was I was irrationally mad like he just basically contradicted himself from what he said on Friday or Thursday well, whenever that was
2: well he never contradicted himself he just says like I acknowledge it um
0: so why why did he get so mad to begin with when that that was his quote this weekend I mean I, it just doesn't make any sense to me
2: he didn't say that uh, we're a basketball school, though. Like, that's like the the easy, like, wrap it up in a bow that's kind of insulting in his eyes. You also missed a part two where, uh, at the end of that quote, where he says, I also knew, know people want to win now. I also know it's my responsibility to get to the postseason and win. He should have also said, hashtag, four postseason wins in a row.
0: This this whole thing was just so stupid and overblown. Like it, it, none of this should have ever happened. Cal should not have said what he said or shouldn't have mentioned the football team at all. Like, And Stoop mm-hmm. shouldn't have got so mad about it. Like, That's it. But then now we got the athletic director thrown in. Now I got a whole new set of things to think about because I don't know where my thoughts are now with Mitch getting involved and all the drama that's came from it.
1: Yeah, I, I still think football team overreacted. Broush uh, was definitely not wrong, though, about how much they were... Really, really worked up about it, and I, and I and even more over the weekend. Like Stoops, dude, not answering Cal's call—that's ridiculous. Oh yeah, and I, and I do believe Cal that like me and Mark are going to be all right. We're going to work this out when I get back in town. I don't doubt that they're going yeah. they're going to be fine. I think they they are probably more similar than I think a lot of people think. I mean, I think they're really different people, but I think in terms of how they want to run their programs, there's a lot of similarities between the two of them. And I don't doubt that Cal's right that those two will be fine. Mark should have answered the call. That should have been water under the bridge. However... Roush, maybe Mitch told him, hey, just just wait till they get back from the Hamas. Don't talk to them. Yeah, but who knows? If Mitch is telling Cal not to apologize, maybe he told Mitch to not do, or maybe he told Mark not to do something as well. Uh, so I, I I don't think football is totally blameless throughout all of this, but my attention has has pivoted. You know, forget about Cal or Stoops. Cal messed up. Stoops messed up. Barnard needed to be mr parent here and he he botched everything so my blame goes on him uh Cal messed up i thought stoops messed up mitch's is a more inexcusable mess up and hell mitch could come out and say like listen saturday wasn't my finest moment i do but he won't because he can't do it he's not good at talking with media like you said so uh, if he if he apologized i would i'd give him the benefit of the doubt or hear what he i'd hear him out i guess is the way to put it but he won't, and... uh he might privately, but he won't
2: publicly. There's no way that that's going to happen. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, uh, I agree. We, with you. we did get a, a couple other shots I wanted to mention because I thought this one from Stoops was funny. Um, we all know this program wasn't born on third base. Some may, but I can promise you this team didn't wake up on third base. Man, that was a shot by Stoops uh, to Cal. And then Mitch Barnhart... This was a not-so-thinly-veiled quote from him that feels pretty pointed towards John Calipari. It's
1: good. You know, sometimes you can get a little bit of success you get a little entitled. We'll make sure we're not entitled. I, I wrote that down as one of my closing notes. We will not be an entitled department. We will be grateful for what we've got. And when we have the platform to be grateful, it's amazing what happens out of all of that. You find a little joy in where you are instead of trying to pick at the things that are wrong. We won't be that group. And I'll teach it that way from my end. You can either join me in the journey and we'll have some fun and get there. Or you don't.
2: I mean, embarrassing. I mean, that's another like open-ended, like, or you just aren't here anymore.
1: Like, what? Yeah, no, it's either Mitch's way or the highway, and I get athletic directors should have some hiring and firing power, obviously, that's that's part of their job. But to, to want new facilities, and if you're... You want to make things better, but I'm telling you to be appreciative, and if you don't want to be, then leave. That's oh, embarrassing sure. for a grown adult to say to a Hall of Fame head coach that has done nothing but help the program. And even... <laughs> Mitch, you dumb, dumb goober. <laughs>
2: it's the Kentucky Basketball Program. You're calling the Kentucky Basketball Program a title? They have eight
1: friggin' national championships. And to even, like, again, you the know. wins up, in all college and- basketball. At some point, I'm not going to keep bringing this up. I do promise that. But, like, hey, Mitch, two weeks ago, in your basketball gym, that dude just raised $2.5 million for U.K. fans and non-U.K. fans, just Kentuckians, in part of the state and you're going to call him entitled unappreciative doesn't realize to be grateful for things what like <laughs> it, it's it, it just gets worse and worse the more that he talks and talks and uh yeah you know i don't think you know five years these three people aren't aren't at uk yeah. um i wouldn't be shocked if in five years two of them aren't at uk but it's been a hell of a ten year run. It's a shame that I think some egos are gonna are gonna cause a weird rift in the most anticipated basketball and football season combined in the history of u k athletics I mean at least in our lifetime for sure mm-hmm. but probably all time so intern jacob it's there's a lot going on here,
4: yeah. <sighs> As far as mediators go, he's he's on the low end. Um,
1: yeah, he's not good. He's not he's not good at, at making people feel better.
4: Yeah. Um, as far as mediators go, he's on the low end of that. But um, we we got the press conference that we all wanted and desired, and then <laughs> it turned into just it just made everything worse. And he's sitting here basically threatening jobs. Like, buddy, who are you going to bring in? Like, give us somebody. Get, name somebody that he could bring in that's even half as good as Cal or Stoops right now. And it's just so funny to me that he can sit here and just dangle their jobs over their heads like it's a, a puppet. It's just it's hilarious to me.
1: Yeah, it's embarrassing. And, and especially when you take into consideration that – the the more focus is on Barnhart and Cal, obviously, so there was more shots by Barnhart at Cal. But it's not like Stoops is over the moon happy with Barnhart right now. We know that Cal and Barnhart, there is a divide. Uh, I, I am surprised that they do dislike each other as much as – I know that their personalities were very different, but I thought it was a pretty solid working relationship. Clearly, it is not. So, again, wrong about that also. Uh, that being That being said – These are the coaches that he's kind of ruffling their feathers with, but then he wouldn't even consider letting Nick Mangione be fired after missing the postseason for like the fifth straight year, barely making SEC tournaments. That's who – so again, if you follow – SEC tournaments, not NCAA. Correct, SEC tournaments. Barely, Barely sneaking into those. He's not sneaking into NCAA tournaments. He's on the outside looking in every single year, except for that one when it wasn't his players. But like, that's, the, that's the athletic program, which overall has been pretty solid, there's no denying that, that Mitch Barnhart wants to run. If you agree with me and my philosophies, we will be happy and we will have a good working relationship. But if you have the audacity to want to better improve this university without my say-so, get lost. Hit the bricks. How dare you want better facilities? How dare you want to make things better under my watch without me signing off on it? Grow up, Mitch. Grow up, you're a hypocrite. And quite frankly, I think there are dozens and dozens of people that could do a better job than you. And UK's got the resources to go find them. And they'll get an AD that'll be grateful to be in that position, to work with a Hall of Fame head coach in basketball and maybe the best football coach ever in school history. Somebody will be grateful to want to make better facilities for those guys. Not somebody that's going to tell them to hit the, hit the road, Jack, and don't come back.
2: And to Jacob's point about, like, who are you going to get? AD is a lot more replaceable. I mean, how many athletic directors do you know at other schools versus at their basketball and football coaches? Like, they're, 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 they're suits, right? So I I don't know exactly how the steps are going moving forward to try to remedy this situation. A person who's going to play a key part in all of this is someone that people don't know. Uh, his name is Mark Hill. He is essentially... The guy, he's like Stoops' Dwayne Peavy, if you will. Um, I know because I know people, we all know Dwayne pretty well from how public he was during his time. Mark is the conduit from Stoops to the university athletic administration. And I would think that Mark has a pretty decent relationship with Cal as well. Like, I think he might be the only one that could maybe talk to all three level-headed to be able to get them on good terms. Um, uh, it, it's a, I will say it's a, it's a positive that Cal, I mean, he even mentioned something to Keith Farmer, you know, like cat Cal knows that he's, he's got a, he, he's got to weather the storm a little bit between them three for a while. But like you said, I think they'll be fine. I just don't know how the, the Mitch Barnhart thing can get fixed right away. It just,
1: oh. and that, and that's the, that's the most awkward part about it is football season starts in a few weeks. Basketball season. Not long after that, is Mitch going to be around? Like, I mean, he's just going to get booed to Bolivia by UK fans. Like, if, if he is caught at Kroger Field, he's getting booed. Well, he, he's unless he's Rupp in, Rupp in
2: Rupp, the luxury suites, and then it, well, can, of, of yeah. course, and yeah, because you have, can
1: have drink, a drink if you'd like to. Yeah. If, if he's at Ruperina Arena, it, it will be incredibly awkward, like incredibly awkward. If he's caught like on video, or they you know they wouldn't do it. They probably and he does. He mostly stays out of the way. Um, Regardless, but I, I don't get I don't get what went through his brain. I don't. He, I, he must have been incredibly frustrated. Friday must have been horrible for him. I just I cannot believe somebody in that position said the things that he said, handled it the way that he handled it. You'd expect that like a heat of the moment from a 22 year old, not from a grown adult that's been doing this forever with the program and seemingly such good position mm-hmm. to want to go attack people that want to make things better. Misdirection there from Barnhard. Uh, do we want to read some text? Yeah, let's
2: let's read a couple on the Thornton's text line before we get to the top of the hour break. 502-414-1450. Stop into a Thornton's today, get you a hot cup of coffee, fuel up. That with that refreshing rewards app, too, because you're gonna save a ton of money every time you fuel up, especially if it's between like Tuesday and Saturday. They give you like a 20 cent off coupon. Just a little tip from old Roushy boy. Thanks to our friends. At Thornton's. texture says, anyone saying Cal did this by accident is an idiot. His ego is bigger than anyone in the state. And coming off the two worst seasons of his career, he's clearly feeling threatened by the new quote-unquote man in Lexington.
1: Yeah, just couldn't, couldn't disagree more uh, with all of that.
2: Uh, another texture says, well, damn, if only TJ Walker, the Calipari whisperer, would have been there to talk to Stoops. Shaking my head. Cal should not have said that. He is putting on his I am more important than the football team and I should go get my way hat, even though he hasn't won anything meaningful in three years. I think Stoops was rightfully angry. And TJ, I do think we are going to get some, it's crazy, but like some of these texts are going to be feeling very dated. And I bet you these opinions will have changed in the 24 hours since. or You know what I mean? But yeah. yeah, I bet these people are probably ticked off at Mitch now.
1: No, I mean, I I, I don't. I, some of them, you're right. But there there's just a group of Calipari dorks that are always going to take any sort of opportunity to try to bash the guy, which is so, so bizarre to me. Um, no, definitely shouldn't have said what he said. I think we said that no less than probably 50 times last week. <laughs> uh, no, Nobody more than me. I just also am not going to be a huge baby when I hear words that I don't like. Like, I do nope. You know, I, I can handle hearing things I don't like without having a total and complete meltdown.
2: I will add, uh, if uh if you thought they were angry, they they played they played pretty ticked off during the scrimmage Saturday. We can we can talk about some of Kentucky's football scrimmage. We can also talk about some of the Bahamas games that we watched. Uh we got two, and including a close one for thirty minutes, thirty minutes of highly contested basketball action on Sunday, TJ. It
1: was it was good time. Yeah, I look forward to hearing some details about the scrimmage. I've got takes on basketball. Basketball may end up being more of we'll we'll get into the knee deep of it tomorrow. But it's a uh, wild times for UK athletics, and luckily we've got a whole another hour and just an insane amount of text. You're right; some of which will be outdated, but we read them, or we try to read them all. So we'll do that when we return for hour number two of Kentucky roll call with TJ Walker, boom, Nick Couch, boom, 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 boom. Our favorite intern. We'll be back after.
2: This.
3: Now run my All the kids All the, other kids with the, bump, the
0: kids Over? You say over?
3: I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide it is
3: with Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro.
1: Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky roll call here on Big X Sports Radio, oh, ninety-six point one FM, fourteen fifty AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Galen, intern Jacob. Fun first hour there, Justin, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, a lot more enjoyable than Friday's show. I got to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if. I, I – I, I, on the one hand, I, if this was going to happen, I wish it would have happened in June, like when sure. we didn't have basketball and football heating up and all that sort of stuff. Uh, it's it is content gold. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I just you, this is something you'd imagine happening at U of L, not not at not at Kentucky though. But uh, w- it is happening at UK, and we're dealing with it. And the good news is, shouldn't really have an impact on either season which is all we really care about. However, never a good feeling knowing you've got uh, Barnhart being a clown running the AD show. So we're going to talk more about it in hour number two. We'll talk some football as well. We'll talk some basketball. May have to save the nitty-gritty for both those for tomorrow. We still have enough text that we could start right now and probably still run out of time. Yeah, there's a lot in there. uh, Roush, if you have any quick hitters, we could get to those. Um, I've got a lot of stuff written down, but I'm just probably going to save most of it for for uh, for tomorrow.
2: Ooh, quickly, did you see the golf playoff yesterday?
1: Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I didn't watch the second of that tournament until they were on number 17. Same, we, and, and it we was went, just bonkers. Yeah, we went to my, my parents, and there were some people there, and they were like, should we flip over to the football game? I know it's golf, but like, it's football. And I was like, yeah, I don't mind. I'd rather watch football anyways. But it's uh, they're, on, they're on 18. I haven't been watching any of this, but they're tied. They're on 18. So I you care if we watch? And then sure enough, it was three playoff holes. But the, the bouncing on the rocks there on that part of three, <laughs> that was drama.
2: Well, between that and then uh, Sep he had, what, two shots that looked like two tee shots that were basically dancing next to the water. I don't know how they didn't go in. And all of their choices on, should I go for it here? Should I hit this shot? Should I take a penalty shot? It was crazy. How the ball got to settle on those rocks, too, on that par three. Man, Will Zaltouris, to get your first tour win, that was a hell of a way to do it. What a what a bonkers, bonkers finish.
0: Scooch, your boy Zaltouris did it. Finally, good grief. Although it wasn't a major, so
1: that's kind of weird. If ja- I don't know if Jacob's talking or not, but he's... Under- no, I,
4: I was I was waiting patiently. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I didn't get to watch much of it. I did catch the playoff, but while we're on golf, I just wanted to throw this out there. Uh, wishing good luck to a couple of cats this weekend at the USAM. Uh Campbell Kramer and uh, oh God, Alex Goff competing in the uh, US Amateur. So well, good luck to those Wildcats.
2: His name's golf. He's got to be good at golf.
4: Golf. G-O-F F.
2: Yeah, golf.
1: Golf. Oh. Big, big golfer.
2: Big golf guy.
1: Yeah. Was well, good. Uh, that was fun to watch. It was good. Good a lot of sports. The basketball game. Yesterday was entertaining. I didn't get to watch the one Saturday live, but I watched it Sunday morning. And goodness gracious, that was uh that was hilarious. But they beat the it, snot out of him. Yeah, I did like seeing them pushed a little bit on on Sunday. Same. Again, you know they were playing people that wouldn't be getting serious minutes even in the first half. So it was a it was a Kentucky didn't change its rotations despite the game being all that close. But I like that they got pushed a little bit. I like that they had a terrible three point shooting half just to get an idea of what that may look like. No mm-hmm. CJ Frederick in that final game. Uh, but all things considered, it's a it's a heck of a team. Um, you really you got every position i think all the boxes are checked i think one maybe concern is is if lance will be able to do enough in backup minutes if not then you're putting collins or top in at the five which i think you can get away with a little bit yeah but that that would be one area of concern is just you know oscar obviously he's he's such a dominant piece you take him out of the equation i think things change a little bit but and you'll get Uganda Kingsley too, so that'll change uh, maybe the landscape a little bit. But all in all, Roush, I was I was really blown away with the Bahamas trip. Like we said, we'll have more time this week to talk more about it yeah, in detail. Yeah. But uh, I'm not any less excited about the season. I'll say that.
2: Right, it, and it was it was really fun in that final game to watch Reeves get hot. Uh, mm-hmm. He had he had five shots in a row, and three of them it was just three straight possessions of threes, and you know it goes a long way. It goes a long way. They were moving the ball inside out. Um, and, and I'm with you too, TJ. You, you saw some of that early fatigue and I, I liked the way they responded to adversity. Um, so all in all uh, a great Bahamas trip. We'll talk more about that uh, tomorrow where we can kind of take some big picture takeaways. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to get to the Thornton's text on, but I also wanted to just briefly bring up the football scrimmage uh, on Saturday. The it's 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 always a good news, bad news situations, but depending on how you look at it. Sounds like the offense isn't holding like they they, they didn't play a lot of dudes. Like the, the right side of the offensive line, uh, Jeremy Flax and Manning, they just they 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 weren't playing, so it was a little bit different look. I don't think Levis did anything more than a series, if at all. So they, they held a lot of guys out. And so it's like, oh, the defense did great, but they also did great against an offense without all of its pieces. Uh, so I, I don't necessarily know how to take that, but I think the biggest positive though was just how well the D line played, uh, particularly Dion Walker, the true freshman. He's he's playing right away, uh, and I, I remember when he signed, and it's like, I mean, this dude has Jordan Davis measurables, like that. That's the only com- comparison you can have because he's six seven, three hundred and thirty pounds, and he moves well. Uh, he he's. He's going to play as a true freshman. That, that was something I initially did not anticipate. Um, but going in, I know we talked about it a lot this spring, TJ. It was a hey, this D this D line. They've got the talent. They just don't have the experience. Are they going to be able to grow up and and mature and be able to be consistent in the trenches? And uh, I, I think we're starting to see that answer. The answer to that question is yes during this fall camp.
1: Who did UK beat out for Walker? Was it Michigan late? in the Michigan game? and
2: Georgia. So
1: yeah, I remember it was a bit. It was a big deal when they landed them, and that's nice. To, that's that's why those recruitments are are big, time. That's why you, you need to find ways to get players like that into the program. That's good to hear.
2: Yeah, and um, if just from a like playmaker's perspective, on Brown, he he's just he's playing like a stud, and uh, I also heard DeKal crowd has had a couple of nights contested Ooh. catches, which I, we
1: can ask I, about crowd as frequently. So that's,
2: that's good. And I, I was happy to hear that because you don't hear his, you know, his, his name hasn't popped up a lot this year. And it's kind of the, the red, sh- the curse of the red shirt freshman, where we always want to focus on the brand new guys. Uh, but so I, I was happy to hear that he got some of that play because people, for people forget about him. Uh, I think a little bit too much. If he can come in and contribute this year and be that Stretch out the defense, big play guy. That could be huge for the Kentucky offense.
1: Well, in a who knows now with the divide, the 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 big blue divide, as many people, myself, are calling it just right now. Who knows what uh, news the big blue divide will create over the next few weeks? But we'll talk some basketball again tomorrow. We'll still talk football tomorrow as well, and then we'll kind of get back into. of football topic, and I I am going to get excited for when we get back to that. But uh, those scrimmages, those are always newsworthy. You get little nuggets from fall camp, but we're all just counting down the days till Mm -hmm. till the cats get to take on Miami under the bright lights at Kroger Field. it's going to be awesome.
4: Roush, is that all the football we get until week one, or is there any more open stuff to the – There's no No more
2: open stuff. We might get like an open morning where the media, they let like us in for half of it. Um, but all of the reports that you hear of like what you saw at the scrimmage or anything, it's, it's former players and family members who got to go and watch. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, they'll have one more scrimmage this upcoming Saturday. And then I think that's it. I I think Stoops has cut back on his live tackling scrimmages over the years, especially as he feels more confident in his team. But there's just, um, I, I don't know if I mentioned it on here or not, but there has been a lot of like. You know that 2018 defense was a lot like this one. I I just I got I got a sense that Kentucky. I don't think this is a knock on the offense. I think I think they're very they're quietly confident that they have an uh, an awesome defense ready to rock and roll this fall.
1: So I love to hear because I've I had some question marks about the secondary. Still will still do, and just because so many of those tough road games, or at least two of them off the top of my head, are going to be against teams that are probably going to try to attack attack your secondary. Uh, But then also I was worried just Josh was so Mr. Do anything, do everything, go make a play. You never had to worry about his effort or energy, anything like that. So replacing Pascal, I also was curious if they'd be confident in that regard. And it seems like they are. So that's good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, some of it is kind of a wait and see thing. Uh, It is nice, too, that just like the... We're not getting a lot from these, but the, the little tidbits you get, you're like, man, I, I did not anticipate that. Like that's a that's a positive, unexpected. Like Josh Caddis, like people, people freaking love that guy. And, you know, we mentioned it last week, but to be one of the lowest ranked guys in your class and he's going to be a hit and not only a hit down the road, but like potentially right away, that's that, that, that means, you know, that. Uh, Kentucky is doing something right on the recruiting trail. Which, by the way, uh, Kitten Kirkland is announcing tonight, TJ. For a little while, it looked like it'd be Kentucky, but I think Florida State might finally beat Kentucky for a football recruit. So uh, that announcement's happening at 6 p.m.
1: Boo. hmm Boo. Playing the crappy ACC. Big mistake. 5 is the Thornton's text line. It is jam-packed. We have a lot to get to. Maybe a little too much to get to. But we're going to do our best. Uh, which one are we on? We're at, uh, the difference
2: between the coaches that Cal has always made us, uh, I should say me feel like he isn't one of us. We are crazy. We, he can't believe us. Blah, blah, blah. Stoops has made me feel like he is one of us and he is a part of it. I've always felt like Cal really makes sure to separate from fans. Um, unless you have a padded bank account. Yeah. I, I, Cal says, I think Cal in his actions is is very good with fans, but just from like a rhetoric standpoint, it's a little bit different. So I, I, I can agree with you there, but I, I think when he's out amongst them, TJ, there, he is very natural in that environment.
1: I mean, he stopped going out during the pandemic. And that was what it was. But he is out in the public eye significantly more than Stoops is. And then in terms from a rhetoric standpoint, you think that there's a disconnect with the fans because he calls UK fans crazy by their loyal support. He's, he's saying that endearingly. I I just, I don't like, you know, I I can't convince you any otherwise, but like that's, I I couldn't disagree more with that.
2: I think you can agree though, TJ, that Stoops would be more likely to belly up with you at a bar and like talk football than Cal would be to talk basketball. Like they're, they're just different kinds of people in that regard.
1: Do you have a story of running into Stoops in public and, him being chummy with you?
2: I think a lot of people do if they frequent Jeff Ruby's.
1: <laughs> Stu yeah. is more out and about around Lexington
2: than Cal is.
1: Folks, they're, they're both millionaires that really don't want to interact with any of you all. I mean, all things con- all things considered, but I think they're both equally appreciative of their platforms. And I definitely don't think a rhetoric aspect is accurate, but that's just my opinion. A texter says, "Spin Zone." Cal and Stoops got together and came up with this plan. Football was just picked second in the East. Stoops needed some bulletin board material. Meanwhile, Cal is begging for a new facility, and these statements are going to put extra pressure on Mitch. It's a win. I, I like, I like where you're brave with that. That's a great. Love that. Love that. It did cross my mind that, like, you know, hey, uh, Stoops is, is Mitch talking to you about your facility? No, I haven't heard anything. Is has he mentioned anything about you wanting a basketball facility? He's not even getting back to me on that stuff. No. let's work out this ploy that's really going to get attention on facilities. Well, if that was the plan, uh, Barnhart did not play along with it. It it, it did not work. But no, I think that Cal messed up, said some things he shouldn't have said or phrased it differently. I think uh, Stoops certainly didn't – well, we know that he did not take kindly to it. And then the rest was history, obviously.
2: Another texture on the Thornton's text line. That, I, I, I did really like that, uh, that theory. Uh, season win total for my Highlanders this season is 22 and a half. Had a really good summer beating some quality yeah. opponents around Jefferson County, and our defense is absolutely stout. Hammer right. the over. Still waiting on you fellas to come out for a game this season. Come watch us play Trinity at Highlands Latin. LOL should be a good one. school oh, basketball doesn't
1: start for like two or three months, dude.
2: I know, man. I don't know. You're just doing open gym. It, <laughs> right. it, and also, uh, summer leagues are not indicative because a lot of those teams just don't care during the summer. They're like they're, They don't put anything in. They're just running like, like it's pickup
1: pick-up ball. Like Plumley Bro says, I'll text in the most random and outlandish topics as a joke, especially during a hot debate, such as Cal and Stoop's hostility. Justin had me rolling that he was annoyed by my text.
0: Super annoyed by your text.
1: Somebody texted says KSR is going to make sure this doesn't go away. Well, Mitch Barnhart made sure this isn't going yeah. to go away.
2: Yeah, when well, we would have talked about if it was a de-escalation situation, Monday would have been a. Here's what they said: Let's move on. No, that that that's not going to be the case anymore.
1: Cal made an initial comment, but the football program has made this a big deal. If Stoops ignores it, it goes away. He almost ensuring it gets used against them now. Well, that they, they did the classic: if you don't like somebody calling you a nickname, don't let them know that you don't like calling them a nickname. Oh name. yeah, Strasander effect. They did that a big time. Here's three. The, here's the three points to it, and any of which, if it goes differently, we're not in the spot that we're in. Cal just doesn't say what he says, or he phrases it differently. Again, I don't think it was the most egregious thing in the world. He was asked about football facilities, but he still messed up. That's one. If that doesn't happen, this doesn't happen. Two, if UK football doesn't handle it or respond the way that they did, then it's over. It's not a thing. It's just over. You know, they could have had fun with it. They could have laughed at it in-house. They could have been ticked off. But publicly, ah, Cal's going to say what Cal says, but we feel pretty good about our program here, too. Could have taken it tongue-in-cheek if need be. If they handle it differently, it's over. And then number three is the big one, and certainly the one I did not expect. If Mitch Barnhart quite literally roused, almost does anything else besides what he did, this also isn't at the level yeah. that, it, that it's at. I think he said it perfectly. He just... He, he saw this big deal and he said oh a little gasoline here I think is going to help this situation and he just dumped it doused it oh man
2: and then even if you read his like his opening transcript type monologue that that was a prepared statement that that could have actually diffused some of the situation uh but as he just kept going and going it just it just kept getting worse
1: oh boy. Uh Texter says, You could tell that Freddie didn't like Cal before that happened. Will be funny to see how comments on basketball program moving forward. His tweets basically made it sound like there's no coming back from this, which is absurd. Yeah, there's there's overreaction across the board. I
2: love that he called him the basketball coach. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um but and then there was another line too uh that Stoops had in his press conference that got kind of overlooked, which there was the that's the tough thing about it. There was so much in there. It was hard to even point out some of the the more clever pot shots thrown in there. But Stroop said that we, we go to work in this facility. This isn't a PR firm. <laughs> oh, man. Whoo. <Whew>. Spicy. <laughs>
1: never ha- would have guessed it walker takes up for cal and blames barnhart cal could walk up slap walker's mama and he would blame barnhart for not telling cal any better team stoops yeah you're just an, you're just an idiot no offense <laughs> you're just you're just not a smart person if yeah there's no other there's no other way around it unfortunately if you yeah, and the- i also
2: appreciate too that you are saying Cal was in the wrong initially and yet no TJ you're just a caliper butt slapper he can do no wrong
1: <laughs> no and, and like that's the thing is that it, it's so tough for people with their narratives to get their feet out of their entrenched positions. It's quite ridiculous actually especially in a
2: nuanced deal that we're in right now where everybody's kind of in the wrong a little bit.
1: The only person that I can't like you know say I can the only person I can't understand is Barnhart. Like, again, I wish football didn't handle it. I understand them being ticked off. I wish Cal didn't say the things he said, but I can understand him wanting a practice facility. He just messed up in his manner of which of, of which to advocate for it. The only person that I can't really see where they thought it was a good idea was Barnhart. Anywhere. Anywhere along the way why he thought that that was going to be what the fans needed to hear, the media needed to hear, the other, you know, student athletes. Well, I... I- I, I bet don't understand it.
2: I, I you saw some of like I mean, Craig Skinner weighed in and said uh, Cal's out a lot. Like I bet the entire athletic department was kind of ticked off at Cal. So I, I may, maybe Mitch thought that this was his way of endearing himself to the other people around, along the athletic department. But seeing laying out one to lift up the other, I mean that's just what Cal, like you're you're doing the same thing that Cal did that got you into this mess. You know, it. I could see it, but was it smart? No, <laughs> it wasn't. It was not no. smart. Uh,
1: Texter says, intern Jacob saying Stoops needs to be told that life goes on and his little dolphin laugh absolutely has to be made into a drop and a rejoin. I agree. That was really good.
0: I'll see what I can do.
4: Well, at the end of the day, let's move on. And from your dolphin? Not, no. Let's win some football games and some basketball games. Oh, and Mitch Barnhart?
1: You, move on. Just shut
4: up, man. Just shut up.
1: Why do you tell Mitch to give, give old Mitch Barnhart a suck it?
4: I'll I'll find him on campus and I will video it. Okay. Then suck it, good. Mitch.
2: Yeah, yeah. You don't need to do that. But I mean, you can uh, suck
1: it. Texer says best show on the Big X is Spears when scooters producing. I don't disagree. Come on. When are you going to be back on the big board? I do spear show every Friday. Okay, so that's a Friday tradition. Yep, gotcha. I'll be tuned in every Friday. Is Tigers going to be
2: uh, calling St. next Friday night. Do we know who is? the Tigers have?
1: Uh, I think they play Owensboro.
2: Oh, don't let me to that. Whimsets.
1: I'm pretty sure they played at Owensboro last year to start the season. Oh, I think yeah, I mean, not of them. And then, yeah,
2: like, after that, he played the the next week too, and then went to Rutgers. Because okay. they, they had like a rivalry game and he went out and won. But I remember St. X, like a couple of their best, a couple of St. X's best players got hurt in that win.
1: Yeah. Uh, Tigers went on to win the state championship. They did. A oh, little fun fact St. John's beat the Dominican team by two points on Friday and Kentucky beat them by 52.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cats are good cats are good intern yeah. jacob is going to be missed i think you'll need to take some drops of him throughout his short tenure and make a compilation before his last day he'll be missed i'd love that
4: wednesday a lot of God. work two days two more days
2: oh man we're gonna have to have a uh a... oh tj shut your ears uh jacob earmuffs hey let's do a goodbye intern song like michael did for toby that
1: sounds great we just literally, instead of Toby, we'll just say, Intern Jacob.
3: And enter, it's been nice.
1: <laughs> a texter. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to bring up one specific play. That There was a lot. I mean, Collins is just going to be a human highlight reel. But that on Saturday, I watched it Sunday morning. Wheeler had a really good that little spin move he did he got the defender on his hip and then spun around and then kind of split the dif- two defenders and then was able to scoop up a layup that was a oh. sick sick play by Wheeler made me very happy to see
2: His his coast to coast before half on Sunday Oh yeah that was awesome and there that was another awesome. one he didn't finish it but he cooked a guy. I mean, just put him on his butt, and I think he threw up a lob to maybe Livingston, who wasn't ready for it, and they, they ended up turning it over. But Wheeler had some some awesome moments in the Bahamas. Intern Jacob must have been sick watching it.
4: And <laughs> I don't know if you guys kept up with that whole thread between me and Big Blue Drew, but it was mm-hmm.
1: – uh,
4: yeah, it just kept getting worse for me. I was just –
1: yeah, I was impressed with a lot of the things that Wheeler did. Again, you could take away positives from every player. I think most folks are going to say that Reeves and Livingston were their two biggest surprises just because you weren't exactly 100% sure what to expect. And both of them were really, really good. Reeves got the nod for the MVP of the, the trip. I thought it could have gone to Toppin. Uh, Toppin was really good in, in certain moments. but Reeves outscored ooh. him by one point through four games. Yeah, Reeves Reeves was really really fun to watch and then Livingston's shot I'm a am a believer, you know. I don't think it's going to be like 45% or anything like that, but he if he's open, let it rip and then I was really impressed with how active he was inside. It, initially the Bahamas team, I think just maybe being older, a little mm-hmm. bit bigger or like, you know, grown bigger in the sense of like grown men, they were having some advantages inside. Yeah. And I a second half you were seeing Livingston kind of tip it around a little bit more, get in there, fight a little bit more, so I like seeing that. There there was just nothing nothing but positives for me out of the Bahamas trip, it, the, you, Even just going across the board. CJ Frederick not playing, I don't love it. But again, you know, if they're just if they're truly trying to get healthy, then what or being careful, cautious is the word they used.
2: Uh Kirby on the Thornton's Texan says live reaction, Stoops and Mitch are going at Cal and that not, not holding back, talking about adults and children
1: and being grateful. Sheesh. Kirby says, I'm done with Mitch acting like our moral compass. You aren't king, buddy. And I think that's a good text, Kirby. Uh,
2: At the end of the day, this is my last one. Mitch is just so pissed he has to be a public figure talk to the media at all. It's crazy. Have your grateful story and talking down to everyone. And
1: then he says, this is my real last one. Fire Mitch in a sob story. Sounds like a guy that needs to move on to the the next chapter. Let's help. Uh, Just go work for the NCAA.
2: Yeah, he really want like that's I think his ideal
1: situation. He can he can live like it's still in the glory years. Yeah, I'm ready for a change at athletic director. Need somebody that's going to be more of a uniter, not a divider. Somebody that I think is going to care a little bit more than the common fan. I was on the football side at the start. At the start, at those were just unnecessary comments from Cal. But boy, football staff and the team look soft now. One quick response would have been all right, but so many shots at another UK program in response to what could be considered not even a diss at all is a bad look. This is like punching a dude multiple times for slightly bumping into you at a bar. A lot of insecurities coming out from the football side who are supposed to be Youngstown tough. Also very weird having people root for either side on this. The best thing for both would be for this to all go away, not see who has the best insults. That's a good text.
2: Yeah, and the part that did stink is that you would have thought that the, the basketball games could have just been a distraction and helped it go away. But instead, I it kind of took away some of the joy I got in the basketball games from it. Like that, that Carlton game, hell, I, I could hardly pay attention to it. I was just still steaming from Saturday. It was just <laughs> it was a lot. Luckily, we do have football only, what, three weeks away, two I'm bad at counting. It's right around the corner. Uh, that will help it go away. Um, but as Mitch said, we've just got nothing to do until then, so I guess we're going to keep talking about it.
1: Love Stoops and Vince, but the tweeting after any sign of diversity is getting old. Bad look by all parties involved. Also, it seems like Vince mixes in a typo every time, which makes me laugh.
2: Oh, if it doesn't have a typo, I'm, I'm worried that Vince has a ghostwriter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, wow, well, this whole thing is a dysfunctional and is a bad look am i the only one who kind of likes the both coaches are going to have an extra chip on their shoulder going into the season oh,
2: no you're not i like it too especially the, the football team because they that's where they thrive uh yeah is it is it a little over the top a little bit much probably but you
1: know what whatever it takes whatever it takes man i just uh, i hope Nobody on the schedule makes the mistake of calling Kentucky a basketball schedule. <laughs> a basketball team, excuse me.
2: They they need to have Cal just instead of giving pre-game inspiring speeches, he just like <laughs> walks by and says, oh, not bad for a basketball school. <laughs> <laughs> just walks
1: away. Oh boy, what a what a stupid time. But hey, not a bad, not bad content for radio. We're gonna take our last break. We're gonna come back, and when we do. Get hungry because we're gonna tell you about salceritas and their two locations in Louisville. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen, intern Jacob. We're up on night to get some,
0: we're
3: up on night for good fun. We're up on night to get lucky. We're up on night to get lucky. We're up on night to get lucky. We're up
2: on night to get lucky. We're up on night to get lucky. We're up on night to get lucky. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. We now go
0: live to Ollie Williams in the Channel 5 Traffic Copter. What's the scene, Ollie? Everybody looks like ants!
1: One final segment on your Monday of Kentucky Roll Call here oh, on the Big oh. Radio. What's <laughs> <laughs> that about? That, that stupid, stupid rejoin. <laughs> I don't know why that one...
2: Uh, it just makes me laugh.
1: Takes us back to uh, like 2006, I think, when that probably came out or somewhere around there, give or take a couple years. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen, and Jacob on your Monday. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. Replay the show 9 to 11. You can listen to Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcasts or live on Big X website, the Tune In Streaming app. You can tell Alexa to play Big X Sports Radio. Plenty of easy ways. To listen, I've got an idea. I think this is going. This is going to calm all waters here. Okay. The Salsarita Center, indoor football facility and new basketball facility, one spot. Wow! And in the
2: middle of them, you just have a waterfall of queso.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surrounded by wildly
2: addictive chips, where you just grab one, take a scoop, and go on your merry way.
1: Yeah, there's four entrances and each entrance has just like a a, a different salceritas. And you go in, basketball can have like the left side, football can have the right side. Who says no to it? And just chips on chips on chips. Chips on chips on chips. We love salceritas. They the salceritas center is currently in the planning stages, so it's not in existence yet, but there are two locations in Louisville are in existence. There's one in Middletown. There's one in St. Matthew's. Middletown has a drive through St. Matthew's was renovated last summer. It is a cool, cool spot. And then burritos, quesadillas, uh, tacos. Wife always loves their tacos, uh, soft or hard, whichever one you prefer. And wildly addictive chips, as we've mentioned. Spicy salsa that's too hot for scoots and intern jacobs never had salsa before which is incredibly strange but it's really good best chips and salsa in the game no doubt about that salsa ritas check them out download the app save yourself some time save yourself some money and in the meantime the salsarita center that will be the great uniter let's <laughs> <laughs> well, sure right, wondering, like could is is that at all feasible like a dual facility I mean, uh, yeah, probably yeah, not cuz just yeah, they're like, on different
0: it, ends of
2: campus, you know. Yeah, location like, would be tough. Basketball is basketball and volleyball are the only oh, – well, gymnastics, I guess they're split because they do stuff at Seton Center and a North Campus. But for the most part, it's basketball and volleyball in North, everybody else on the South Campus.
1: Yeah. Oh, we'll just tear down Whitehall and put it there.
2: <sighs> Whitehall, that place can suck it.
4: No, it's like where all my classes are.
2: I know. But so that's they not... could be inside the new Salsarita Center. Oh, that would be much well, better. That would be pretty you
4: could, cool.
1: You might finally eat salsa. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> Let's get back to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. While this whole thing is dysfunctional and a bad look, am I the only one who kind of – oh, we got that one already. Yep. Is it me, or do I sense that Roush is on the side of Stoops and football and TJ is on the side of Cal and basketball? I think we're both on the side of mitch got to go.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And maybe, like,
2: you know, there's like a degree, if it was like a sliding scale of one to five, if one is Stoops and five is Cal, maybe TJ's three and a half Cal and I'm two and a half Stoops. Um, But we're all on the Mitch's zero.
1: Yeah, and I, and I don't think you, you – you have said that you – Football team probably overreacted a little bit, shouldn't have handled maybe the way that they did, but you you could understand totally why they were upset.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like we said, nuanced conversation. Everybody's kind of in the wrong a little bit here. Uh, but Mitch
1: is mostly in the role. <laughs> he, he is the predominant wronger doer, uh, TJ, to be fair, Matt said he talked to three coaches and they all said comments by Cal would have a negative effect on football recruiting. Report. I don't doubt for one second that coaches told that to Matt. They've told him, told it to Roush. And he said as much here on Kentucky roll call. I just don't think that's true. <laughs> Like, I don't think they're going to be losing any recruits because Cal said this or that. That's just my opinion. No way that I'm ever going to be able to be proven right on that. I could potentially be proven wrong if just some recruit was like, yeah, I was going to go there until Cal said that. But that's not going to happen. So, uh,
2: Another texture says, no alcohol for Mitch at UK games
1: because the atmosphere is always already great to him.
2: Comical. It's, I'm sure it's pretty great in the press box and on the sideline where Mitch gets to watch the games.
1: Um, and like, a, a part that was kind of frustrating with that is like, hey, Mitch, what do you think it's going to be if UK football's not good? Like, you're saying that because Kentucky's won 10 games. Of course, the atmosphere is going to be good when the team is good. Mm -hmm. But secondly, nobody asked you about the atmosphere. They asked if if the non-sweet holders are going to have the same opportunities at beverages as those that can afford it. And he didn't answer that at all. He just talked about how the atmosphere was good. Well, and if he's struggling to get money together
2: to... Build these facilities you're not going to build an entire facility on empty beer cans but if you stacked up if, if, if kentucky put this in place when they could have, that's probably uh, i don't know million bucks a year at least and like that's a bare minimum of revenue that they could just be drinking in could go a long way could go a long way do you like that picture i used tj on the ksr post really liked it that was a great picture well done shout out to somebody for uh, tweeting me something similar uh they, they got me thinking of the prohibition theme so big old sucker to Mitch
1: I guess what? i may have to bring out another sign for the first game this year oh yeah I forgot about it. people forget about that I was calling for PV to UK long before anybody else. Ah, uh, texture, and you know, if Barnhart were to leave, and I really do want him out—that's I'm not joking about that—I I would want PV to be considered. But you, you get—you got to look at a lot of names. Uh, Kentucky is one of the best athletic programs in the country. Uh, they could—they could get, I think, a handful of great ads to come in and more that are going to be well-connected with the fans and uh, and hopefully have better relationships with the coaches as well. The fact that – that goes into our next text on the Thornton Sex Line. The fact that Mitch doesn't have a real relationship with Cal and Stoops is just so terrible. Mm-hmm. It's not good. It's kind of hard to believe. It's kind of your job. Like, he has no relationship with either one. Like, he's just not, like, friendly with either one. That That's a little bizarre. If – and they've all gotten each other rich, like all three of them. If it like Roush, there's people that I can't stand, but like, you know, they're, they're it could be better for your job, it could be better for your situation if you just kind of suck it up and stick with it. These guys are all just filthy loaded in part because of one another, and uh, Mitch still just can't be buddy buddy with them. Another
2: texture says, Roush, BBN has a common enemy now. Assuming he's referring to Mitch Barnhart. Idiotic. Both of you feel this way because the UK's AD has, has... Because you can't buy beer at a football game. You can drink before the game, sneak drinks in during, drink after. But damn it, if I can't buy an $8 beer between quarters, that's where I draw the line. Just so I'm understanding. Cal said it, the media flamed it, and now it's Mitch's fault. Got it. Enjoy the show, but I'm drawing the line here as well. Well, I hope you listened to this show and you heard in hour number one how explain that it is Mitch Barnhart's fault that all of this happened because... He mm-hmm. had to put his foot down and start crying like a baby. So Cal felt the need to go public to pressure him to build a facility. And it's all goes back to Mitch's inability to raise funds to get stoops his indoor facility that he's been bitching about for five years. Like there's a lot like you you think it's just the drinking
1: thing? I can't drink during games. I'm working. I don't really care. Like I, it's I, I can't like it's, I, not the drink, it's not the drinking thing. It's the idea that he thinks that he can smirk and get away with hey rich people can do this but you all aren't responsible enough and every answer he's ever given to it has been worse than the last uh we don't want it that close to the playing facility we we proximity to the
2: playing field i forgot about that one
1: yeah yeah. so it, it doesn't have to do with needing to be at kroger field and being able to have a beer people are sneaking in what they want to drink anyways pal trust me i'm around it i see it and i sneak it in myself I don't care to have the privilege so much to be able to spend a $9 de- beer. But when you tell a group of people that they can, and then you tell a group of people that they can't, that's not right. And then when you rationale it by just saying bogus stuff that makes zero sense, it's you're going to get called out on it. You're going to get people worked up about it. So um, he is very clearly, I think, the common enemy between football and basketball. He had a chance to play adult and leader an athletic director and had the worst showing of any of the three parties involved. And it's not even particularly close throwing this here. Mitch was in tears. Was Nick the only one who noticed seems odd that Nick would tweet this and offer no follow-up information. Also strange that no one else mentioned a crying athletic director. What's the news, man. Thanks. He was, he was
2: detailing the story when he offered Lee Todd his resignation and, Lee Todd refused it and said, uh, you keep fighting or something. It, it's too long-winded for me to, to write his five-minute story. So like you, you get stuck with tweets like that, Texture. I'm sorry. But yes, he started crying when detailing the story of him offering his resignation 20 years ago. And it was somehow supposed to uh, – the moral of that story was let the cake bake, and that's what he's telling Cal to do with his practice facility.
1: And while all the programs at UK have had more success in the last decade, with maybe a few exceptions here or there, Mitch is not in this position without the success of Cal and Stoops. Yep. Like if Cal leaves in 2013, 2014, and then Mitch, you know, Stoops leaves for either another job or the, the, you know, all the stuff that happened, I think in 2016 ends up getting him fired or something along those lines. Mitch isn't around either. He's gone too, so you'd think he'd, he'd he'd have a little bit of a better situation going on with them, but he does not. Can't help but think that Oscar Casey, and Livingston are best three players come February. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know either because the way Reeves can shoot and yeah, uh, that's it's tough. It is top, top and just, like, like Jacob. I think we finally got our Jacob top and go be aggressive game down in the Bahamas. Oh yeah, intern Jacob was pumped.
4: You have no idea. I was so happy.
1: <laughs> he's good. Uh, he he's so uh, yeah, good. The thing is that like. I don't know. I don't know. You could say Toppin could be one of our best players come the end of February. Would anybody be shocked if like Collins just continues to turn it up a notch? Because Collins can do things that nobody else on the team can, and that's crazy saying that when you've got Jacob Toppin, who's pretty similar. But I don't know. It's a freakish team. You have a ton of great pieces. You have depth, and uh, you got good players in the front court, backcourt, on the wing. I'll just say this though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the texture responded, "Said, so, all right. I said that before. Jacob Topp and made a thousand
1: jump shots. <laughs> okay, hold that up there. But again, Roush, this is going to be something that'll be on the back of my mind when watching Reeves play. Is if that was sharp, how would all this look different?
2: Well, and and how it might look different. This is the fun, spicy, hot take. Is that Reeves is probably content not like he he. I don't want to say he's passive." by any means, but he seems to just fit in well, whereas Sharp, uh, he got a lot of James Harden comps uh, going into the NBA draft, so, you know.
1: That's a great point, and I don't doubt that. And on top of that, too, Sharp has always had his mind on the NBA, very clearly. Reeve seems to really be happy at UK. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And I'll say this, a dude who was one of the top scorers in college basketball last season at Illinois State, Man, on a terrible team where he had to be the guy, I was really impressed how quickly he meshed into yeah. the role there, right? there yeah. was there, I mean, if there was a transition period, we didn't see it in the Bahamas. It must have happened during the summer because he is playing a new role, completely new to him, and dominant it was the MVP. So uh, exciting stuff there. Let's keep on churning the text out. Mitch Barnhart sucks. That's all. That's the text. Why do I keep feeling... <laughs> Oops! Would have had the Rodriguez situation handled by now if it wasn't for Barnhardt
2: That was a little nugget that was thrown in there. I, we we were all laughing that if you wanted to make uh, better of a Saturday uh, ahead of the press conference, you say that Chris Rodriguez is playing and everybody can drink beer. Well, Mitch said that um, they're going to. Play, he has no details on it, but that he'll play a role in that as well.
1: Oh, so. Right. Yeah. What we're looking for. Yeah. Jacob Top and tell an intern Jacob to take out that big fat suck it and give her a good suck. <laughs> <laughs>
4: what? I'm on I'm on Toppin's side.
1: He always has How been was a top that? In. Yeah, yeah right suck it, Texter. Yeah, you give it right Get back here. to him, intern Jacob. Antonio <laughs> Reeves look shot looks identical to Brandon Knight. Yeah, and I, I just I was making quickly comparisons in, in real time. He's just he's a scorer. You love having yeah. somebody like that. He's somebody that can break down a defense. Uh, nothing's going offensively. Shot clock's down to six. Somebody just please do something. He can hit an outside shot. He can put it on the floor, uh, hit a little floater, get to the line. He, I don't think he missed a free throw all week, or all week. That's pretty cool. So go Antonio Reeves. Mitch, thank you for what you've done, but it's time for someone else to lead UK in the future. Well said. At what point do we just start the Dwayne Peavy movement? I think it's already started. Allowed myself to sleep on it, but Stoops not even returning Cal's call is childish. I agree with that. You can be upset, but not to even try to handle it like an adult only makes Cal's point of it being a basketball school that more true. Eh, You lost me there a tiny bit. Stoops is one of the biggest reasons why this has become such a big deal in the first place and only made it worse by the press conference. Could write an entire novel on Mitch, but I'll just save my breath. He's pathetic. Um, I I will say that it might have been... uh... Like,
2: things might have gotten worse if Stoops picked up the phone right away when he was very ticked off.
1: Like, you know, that's something to consider. Then he needs to be better at that. Like, you're acting like he, like, got in a car accident by a drunk driver and wants to go beat the snot out of the guy who did it. Like, you know, Cal had some comments that he disagreed with. If he would be too fuming to have a phone conversation, that's that's embarrassing for Stoops.
2: Yeah, but, but, but also, like, I, I think that, both men are similar in their competitiveness and their fieriness that like I, I kind of expect them to handle it that way you know like and it's kind of what makes them good is their their stubbornness and their passion and they're firing I, I don't know maybe I'm just excusing childish behavior from adults because uh coaches like we we, we normalize coaches just losing their minds on people
1: yeah but I think like you know I, I think we draw a line in that. And I'd say that's the biggest difference with our sentiments here is that I think you're just a little bit more understanding to football team's reaction where I'm understanding to a negative reaction but thought they just – they they went, went over to the top. It. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably the biggest difference. And usually Rosh and I disagree on a lot of stuff. Uh, I think it's what makes our show pretty entertaining. But we are on board with the AD really mess this up more than anybody else.
2: Mm-hmm. Another text on Thornton's text line says – Mitch Barnhart came out in, as the real loser in this entire controversy. Matt Jones said that all three and do are having a meeting next week, and I'd pay so much money to watch that happen. Uh, yeah. That would be. Uh, I'd like to see that as well. Especially with Eli. Eli doesn't come across as a, uh, you know, he's kind of a, he, he's a little guy. He, he's kind of quiet. Like, I, I'm just, him putting his foot down. I wonder what that looks like.
1: I just, I don't, i just. Need Mitch Barnhart not involved in any of these discussions moving forward. Sounds like Upshaw is our third string tight end at best now, which is unfortunate given what we saw before the injury. It looked like a major weapon. Yeah. Maybe spend more time on that tomorrow.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, he's one that I haven't heard a lot from camp on, um, but some of it could just be this, the, uh, the hesitancy because he just hasn't played a lot of football in the last two years, just getting back into that zone of hitting people. It just, it takes a while. So makes maybe sense. that's it. Maybe he needs some Saturday night lights to,
1: to get him back into his. Takes some time. Consider me officially concerned about CJ's health this season. I guess we'll never really know until November rolls around and we can see how much that dude can go. But mm-hmm. I'd say like, I, I love having CJ on the team, but Livingston and Reeves, Not helping his minute situation, but you can get all of them out there at the same time too, or at similar times. Guys, it's pretty simple. Mitch needs to go. Thanks for setting up the most of the program to where they are today, but we can definitely bring someone new in to keep it going as well and improve the baseball program, the AD's relationship, relevance with fans, the AD's relationship with our two most important coaches, and to start selling alcohol at sporting events, it's time. Just no hypocrisy with the alcohol stuff. That's the thing that is obviously most frustrating to me. Telling rich people you get this and telling the 98% of fans that sit in cold weather, getting rained on, snowed on, and blazing heat, and you tell them, here, have a water and a soda, pal. I don't trust you. That's just <laughs> ridiculous. It's, uh, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Did Mitch have a dip-in during the press conference? LMAO, watch Steve Moss's video. Why would an AD do a presser with a dip-in? Did he?
2: No, why would Mitch Barnhart is the least likely person to dip in the history of dip.
1: I think he just plays with his tongue in his mouth.
2: Yeah. He's just oh man, some of his laughs too, he comes off as such a huckleberry like. <laughs>
1: CJ I think Mitch is a good guy, but I, he's, he he's gone too far with this stuff. CJ Frederick made a good point on why severe wheelers, the reason teams don't press Kentucky very much. It's a very underrated perk of man. his, I guess, game.
2: Yeah, CJ could also do a good job commentating. Like he—he's—he's was, was a good speaker. It was, yeah, that was that was refreshing to have him on with Hart and Bradshaw. And I was also very much like I, I need to know if Dame Bradshaw made his flight. And they were they were talking about it a lot during it, and I was having some secondhand stress hearing him talk about it. My wife was like, if they talk about gambling
1: one more time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they did. He just kept like, uh, just busting heart for playing blackjack the whole trip.
1: She was like, is there nothing else to do down there? And I was like, well, they've talked about beach and golf, but I don't know. You're on vacation. Do whatever you want. Uh, texter says it'll be easy to take Oscar for granted this year. It's truly a privilege to watch him rebound. Totally agree. Totally agree. Glad that he is making bank down there.
2: He's also doing that thing too, where it's like you look up and he's like 14 rebounds. When did he get
1: all those? Mm-hmm. It's nuts. I mean, it's just fun to watch him when a shot goes up. Everybody's so fixated on if the shot goes in or not. But like just watch him. He doesn't even do like it's not, it's so weird. It's it's not like he just goes attacks the ball. He's super patient. He just knows where he needs to be off the get-go. And then he is strong, but he's not generally the biggest one out there, usually. It's uh he is a freak. A texter says if we need Reeves to take over a game for a scoring, I don't think Cal is gonna have to twist his arm quite as much as he did with Grady's. Great text. Good point.
2: Man, yeah, great text. Great, great text.
1: Did John Robick get fired as an assistant or did he step down? It sounded like kind of like a parting of ways, uh, but that situation it's, Yeah, yeah the, the details of it, I don't know exactly what's true and what's not true, but it's all kind of kind of messy, sad yeah,
2: sad, yeah. So
1: we're out of time. I drank a few beers on Saturday and after hearing Barnhart's comments I sent him an email to ensure that he would see it, but I basically cited his hesitation on alcohol sales nil and how he handled the Calipari stoopstrom and suggested he resign so he can continue to we can continue to approve the athletic department. Basketball and football are the two most lucrative programs, no reason they should have to beg for facilities upgrade. Yeah, yeah and, and he just could have said so many different things. And then Cal trying to – I mean, again, he, he went after Cal because Cal wants the, at, the athletic program to be better. Weird. Cal was out of order. Stoops was writing his response. Mitch is sick of Cal acting like he doesn't have a boss. You guys come in. Oh, we read that one already. Mm-hmm. TJ, who recovers – TJ, who recovers from ankle injuries faster – Tata Washington or Jasmine from Big Brother? I mean, Rob Harris is treating her or what? Good grief. That's a great text. I <laughs> don't know the reference. but Great it's text funny. and just her fake accent just makes me want to pull out what little hair I've left in my head. The elephant in the room is that no one wants to say that this is the common fan doesn't give a fart about track. Uh, th- there is truth to that. You and know I mean, know there are people listening that do care about track, but the overall sentiment, UK's athletic program needs to be healthy through football and basketball.
2: Yeah, it's fun to cheer for them in the Olympics, but how many what percentage of fan that shows up to Kroger Field is showing up to attract me? Like one point like a half yeah. of a percent. Yeah.
1: Really like Toppin last year, but he's on a different level now. NBA ready. Speaking of, I believe he will have more success NBA career than Opie Toppin. Did you know that they were brothers? What? They are no brothers. Pretty yeah. Crazy. Uh, I, don't, I don't doubt it. By the way, just a reminder, Jeff Goodman had Reeves as the 36th transfer. <laughs> and just worth remembering, last year he didn't have Wheeler, who led the NCAA in assists per game, uh, Grady, who had an unbelievable three-point percentage for the majority of the season, and Oscar Shiboy, who I think won some awards after last season. He didn't have any of those three in his top 15 transfers last year. Not one of them. And he only had Reeves in the top 35 for this year. At some point, it's just like you're trolling, or are you just really that bad?
2: Mm-hmm. Could, could be just really that bad. Even though Mitch is crapping the bed and holding back our two main programs, can we at least be grateful that he has his party set and keeping a nice, dry, family friendly
1: <laughs> atmosphere for the <laughs> fours at Kroger Field? was a really big boy. Good text, Billy Blue, Big Blue. Cal apologized because he was out of order. You contradict yourself. He apologized because he said the wrong things. And he I'm sure he didn't expect the reaction would be, but he. It was his fault for the reaction, or it was his comments that caused the reaction, and he wanted to make things right. This is from Robert. It's moments like these that I tend to realize KSR is worth. Robert, these are tough for us. Matt in the game can get a campaign jump started in no time to have Mitch fired and replaced. If there was ever a moment to use that ability, it's now. I mean, that's the thing, though, is that like he did come after media. What what do you think media is going to do with you, Mitch? <laughs> I'll be curious to see. Cause you, the relationship between Matt and Cal is no surprise, but I am curious if, I, I yeah, I, I wonder if, if Matt will be more pro-Mitch or side with Cal, who he hasn't really seen eye-to-eye eye with for, for a while now. Hmm. John here. Good morning to all. I agree with you guys on the Cal Stoops Barnhart situation. But as of this morning, I'm done with it. This is going to be an awesome year. That's a good outlook. It's going to be an awesome year for football and basketball, a year like we've not seen before. Last week, I did officially buy tickets for the Youngstown State game. The football caps are going to kick some freaking tail. Man, mm-hmm. I love BBN. If you ain't down with that, you can take out your suck and suck it. We'll got to go talk to you later. That's a good outlook, John. Uh, and mm-hmm. have fun with that game. What's, we'll give away some tickets, by the way, to some games, but that's for a different day. What's our best route to get a new athletic director, fire him, talking him into resigning? I think the board would have to put some pressure on him, and he would resign.
2: I, maybe that's a part of Capaluto's meeting. I mean, yeah. he because he has to get them all three in line. Yeah. You know? uh,
1: Dexter says, I love Cal, but he said – what he said because that's how he feels cal believes the basketball team shouldn't have to compete with any other program for new practice facility basically basketball eats first and everyone else gets leftovers but if that's the case then then he has not eaten for every other program at uk has eaten first before calipari has by that logic so it'd be weird if he felt that way and then just for the last 12 years saw every other program get nicer facilities newer facilities better things so i'm going to challenge you on that pal can we reban mitch please for barnhart that's a good thing
2: I have a friend named Mitch, and we'd love to say that uh, nobody bones over the state of Kentucky better than people named Mitch.
1: Zing, boom, roasted. Can uh, slow down, sissy boy. <laughs> I agree with almost everything you said, but being able to get dozens of better ADs, I can only think of one or two, not dozens. AD is well, not like a basketball coach, though. Right, right. And
2: you can be a just fine AD and nobody knows who you are. like. You're pretty anonymous. I'm sure yeah. you can't name many other ADs, but hell half the sec is former Mitch Barnhart employees at UK. Don't think any of them would want to come back to their old
1: stopping grounds in Lexington. Texter says TJ, I remember you being envious of the easy content when you guest hosted the Rutherford show. Enjoy the Barnhart ride. Now milk it baby. No kidding. I mean, gold. <laughs> How do I get my bourbon and beyond tickets that I won? Yeah. You know, we've had a few people ask about those.
0: They will be getting sent to you at some point. Very, very specific.
2: Uh, If we're being honest, this gives the Stoops the bulletin board material that him and his teams thrive off of. If anything, it'll help the program not hurt.
1: Indiana Tim here. Does someone need to bring up Barnhart? He could raise a little money for facilities if he'd allowed alcohol at the Crow Glove Cow. He messed up. Stoops probably overreacted publicly. Come on, Mitch. There you go, Indiana Tim. He gets it.
3: Mm-hmm. He oh, gets me.
1: it. Blue collar Stoops is if they frequent Jeff Ruby's. I didn't know if I was listening to the hyperbole. That was a good. I that should have. That was good. Guy. Yeah, should have got me. Should have got me. Maybe another time. Barn. Uh,
2: we we said that already. But would Salsa Center be open on Sundays? <laughs>
1: Suck at Barnhart says one texter. All right, we race through those. And if you want to spend more time on a text, send it in again, or send it in. A, you know, we'll, tomorrow will be a little bit better.